We're back to the Neil Haley Show in the Total Celebrity segment. I'm excited to welcome the program Sarah Megan Thomas. And I'm she's the producer, writer, and star of A Call to Spy. Sarah, thanks for stopping by. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Going great. I mean, when I think about this film, I it's just so intriguing. I mean, the think about, you know, I love learning about spies because it's amazing yeah. how they're able to get away with so much or live a double life. And I think it's, I mean, that's just something just, let's just say before not even talking about that time period, like this movie, a, a spy's life is not a very fun life. I don't think. No, not at all because they have to be quiet. Right. Yeah. They can't tell people about what they did or, or the, it's lonely in some ways, I think. And then when we live double lives at times in our lives, it's tough too, because we don't, as I guess the nature of us is we always want to tell the truth or we always want to tell someone the truth. Right. And that's as a human beings to hold everything in and to take information is challenging because who can you tell? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the character I play Virginia Hall, like she was the spy, the Nazis dubbed the most dangerous of all allied spies. And then the first woman to work for the CIA yet, she gave no interviews. She couldn't talk about everything she did. She did it, you know, as I think most spies do, because they, they believe they have a duty yes. and they, they feel passionate about, you know, change in some way. But they don't have an outlet to um, discuss all they go through. And then when you think about people that are spies or in, or in, even in the United States, you know, living as some other character or person, they really, it's... I'm sure through that process, it's hard to kind of go back to normal after that. Absolutely. I mean, I think by all accounts for, for Virginia Hall, specifically some of the quote unquote happiest times in her life was when she was doing the work, when she was a spy in, you know, France. And then when she came back, you know, it, it's a totally different world that you're kind of, it's much like veterans, I imagine. Yes. You're, you're put in this totally different world and you can't talk about it. And um, I imagine it's very tough. And I think as human beings, when we do live a double life in some way or do something and play a character, like you as an, act, as an actor, and I played a character when I was a professional wrestler, it is in a lot of ways, it kind of gives us this huge adrenaline you know, yeah. you know, like, and it's like this, it's almost like a performing's like a drug in certain ways. And you have that just feeling. And then when you go back to normal, it's like, huh, okay, what's next? And I think that's probably the same idea of a spy. Once they're done doing their job and they're back to their normal life, it becomes the word boring in certain aspects or just, just not the same kind of intensity that we all strive for every day in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I'm giving you that psychological kind of breakdown, but you're doing great so far on this conversation, which is this was just in my mindset. So let's kind of jump right from there to specifically that. Now you did all this study on her, then creating the film. That's got to be the challenge, right? To play that character, to understand her life in that way and then make it a movie. Yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough to get my hands on a lot of research. Everyone wanted to, you know, help out because there's never been a film on Virginia Hall or the, the other women in this um, film, which is Nora Nyatt Khan and Bear Atkins. And these are legendary female spies in World War II. Like, if you Google them, they've won just every award you can imagine for bravery. Yes. Yet 
they're not in our history books and we don't know about them as as we should and so when playing the role you know it was really important to read the spy files where there are letters she wrote back to london you know hear her voice in that way but then i also got to spoke with living relatives um in terms of you know trying to get a glimpse of who this person is because like you said in the beginning like the inherent definition of a spy is to be secretive so there isn't as much detailed information as you would think about you know uh the internal life of this human being which is what you need as an actress and so that was kind of the major challenge in kind of latching on to who she is and playing her um that's what she was a very direct person she spoke her mind you know she was uh a woman who didn't like the word no so i very much related to her. <laughs> <laughs> well to get this film made you probably had to hear the word no a few times to get it done uh, many. <laughs> there, see there you go see there's a great parallel looking at those uh two two different things and i think that that the, the process of putting it to make it entertainment too right because again you could do it in more of a documentary find or put it to a real story and that's a challenge too right to get enough of the historical information into this but make it entertaining enough for people to want to watch it absolutely you know what i tried to do in the film for for all three women is stay very true to who they are or who they were as human beings and then also to the arc of their life and what happened to their life so you know, most of the things that happened in the film, you know, happened in their real lives. But then at the same time, it is a fiction movie. And in the course of two hours, you know, you have to make, um, I don't want to use the word sacrifices, but you have to make adjustments so that, so that the movie works. And by putting three different spies, I don't want to give this away, but it already seems very intriguing how you were able to put them all together into one film. Yeah. So, you know, basically in real life, you know, Virginia Hall was the first female field agent and um, in France in Churchill's secret army. And Nora Nyack Khan was the first female wireless. And then Vera Atkins was kind of the, the recruiter who found these women. And um, while Nor and Virginia never met in real life, actually, they were two years apart in the war. I thought because they were firsts in their field and from different backgrounds and religions, but yet uniting to resist. It was a great um, way to explore more global themes in a movie about how, you know, people can resist in their own way, no matter, you know, what their background. Exactly. And no matter what background it is and how they relate in in that way. So, I mean, I just think so I see now how three are put together in this film and uh, in the process. What about you playing your character? Was that a challenge to prepare yourself for that? Definitely. You know, Virginia Hall um, had a disability. She shot her leg off in a hunting accident in her 20s um, in Turkey with her father's shotgun. Total, like, freak accident. And, you know, she almost died. And um, when she did live, she felt she had kind of a duty to um, make a difference in the world. But but anyway, you know, so I had to um, deal with what that wooden leg meant to her. And then also just physically, we had to figure out how we were going to shoot that that was certainly uh, a major challenge in, in making the film. But then just as I touched upon a little earlier, you know, getting the internal life of, of a spy yes. um, specific when you don't have the details, you know, you don't have voice recordings that you like or anything like that and it is a real person. So you don't want to make it up. You know, that was, that was the balance. Now thinking about asking you again, you're, you're an actor. What made you want to become 
everything else so that, you know, you're still interested in acting. I know that, but this is really your passion. And you did the other film that had great success as well. So what made you want to go to this kind of level to be behind the scenes, not just in front of this, of the, of the camera? I think it's just that I felt that this was a story that had to be told. You know, when I learned that this story hadn't made its way to film and, and for me, I like to make films that are kind of commercial. So, right. you know, Wall Street films, spy film in genre, but then uncover these kind of hidden female figures that are fantastic at their job and, and put together an entertaining movie. And, you know, I love to act. And when you go in and act, you go in and you play your part and you do a role. But when you are kind of creating and writing and producing, you get to see the film all the way through from start to finish through, through everything. And I think that was a really exciting um, experience for this film. It definitely seems like an exciting experience. It's something that, you know, you, uh, get to show that and historically this is something how has it been received so far before it will be in theaters again in november october yeah so october. we're oh, so yes. we're going nationwide october 2nd oh and, right um, okay. it's, yeah so it's been uh we've been really lucky with how it's been received before the pandemic we had just started kind of the festival circuit and we won, um, you know, an audience choice award in record numbers, and we were awarded an anti-defamation league award, um, oh, and uh, an award from the Alliance of Female Film Journalists. And and you know, the thing about awards is, I mean, the importance of them is just that it means that the film is having hopefully an impact, and that audiences are enjoying right. it. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's really it's going nationwide soon, and you know, I make movies as entertainment, and I really hope, you know, there's a lot of. <laughs> labor and love that went into this one. And we just hope it's well received by everyone. How can people find out what theaters it'll be in next week? So, um, a call to spy.com has, uh, theaters, all the theaters listed. And then a call to spy movie.com, uh, is the second website that has all the kind of on demand stuff as well. I see. That's great. And so, and, and the challenge of like, say going from the film festivals to, the silver screen was that easy to get it picked up in theaters you know it's been challenging because of the pandemic, yeah, pandemic landscape yeah. it's mm. it's a totally different business model now yes. six months in for everybody i mean you know disney's putting their movies on disney plus i mean right. who would have thought so you know what uh ifc is incredible and and very innovative you know They've been doing drive-ins when everything was shut, et cetera. So what we're doing with this film is it's in theaters, you know, across across the country. But then if you're not comfortable going to a theater or if the theaters aren't open in your, you know, city or state, it is also going to be everywhere on demand, Apple, you know, Comcast, you name it. Mm -hmm. So if there's just access to watch it, you know, in the way you want to, um, however you want to. That, and any other projects going on with you right now? Or is it just the film? Right. Just the film right now, but um, there is a, a miniseries kind of uh, sequel spinoff that's, uh, that I want to work on. So you constantly are working and you see specifically during this pandemic time that you can write more, but also create and look and contact as many people as possible. Because when you're on the go acting all the time and doing all these other things and traveling, you know, to be involved in all this, you don't have the time that you had now. So this time totally. you utilized and said, okay, let me take a step back and look at everything and now ready to move forward. And hopefully in 2021, we're, we're back to the new normal, but at least a normal that will get us to see people face to face again, not just in theaters, but so. events and everything. Cause I think as human beings, we're all about socialization and you know, the zooms of the world, 
they're okay, but they're going to get old soon, especially when no one just sits at their sits at their desk all day and never move around. You know, because they don't have to go. They can't go socialize with people outside. They can't go and say, okay, I'm going to go to lunch. They stay right there. That's the hardest part, I think, that the, that we're going to have to kind of look at based on the pandemic, what happened to people's mental health signs and all that. So, well, again, thank you again for coming on. It was a great topic sure. and look forward uh, to hearing more about the film and the success. And where can we connect with you? You already told us the website where we can see the film, but do you have social media for us to follow as well? Yeah, um, at a call to, it's just at a call to spy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and also at IFC Films, who's the distributor, has tons of stuff up too. All right. Well, thanks again for calling, Sarah. Best of luck and uh, uh, good luck in success of the film. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Take, Take care. care. Okay. See ya. Bye bye. You'll listen to Neil Haley's show, and we'll be back in just a moment.